Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're at in the world. And it could be one of many, many countries and spaces, and even times and space. Because um, we are but now a recording into the world of our cosmic Akashic records. I know I'm going to be kind of silly today, but it is true that we are building our way into a future that is quite amazing. And so today I want to speak to you about one of my favorite subjects and one that I share with my other elders is coffee. Coffee for me has been a way of life ever since I was in the military. As a kid, I didn't like coffee. It was bitter. It was black. It was this icky, inky drink that was everybody else drank around me. And I didn't really understand it. But there I was on a ship, and I was really tired. And I said, have a cup of coffee. I go, I don't like coffee. He says, take it half milk and put some sugar in it. He says, it'll get you feeling better. And I did that. And uh, to this day, I still have a preference for coffee, Boston, as it's called, being heavy cream and, in these days, equal or my favorite sweetener, Stevia and Truvia. And I have been paid nothing to make that endorsement. Um, and since then, I spent a lot of time drinking coffee the rest of my life. And I'm actually known as the coffee pusher. So I share good coffee. It became a love of mine. I share good coffee with other people. Um, not most known, Reverend Don Lewis. I did not drink coffee before he met me. He learned to drink coffee, same sort of method, half milk and a little bit of sugar. Um, he began to drink coffee. Because, yes, he says he directly relates it to me because I told him I kept him awake. And he, too, is now a member of the glorious uh, idea of coffee. Um, my daughter has mentioned the fact that I pushed her her coffee addictions as well. Um, and I did that by recycling coffee. So I would work. We were recycling it when I was working for Nature of the Recyclers, a company I ran along with my son. Um, and we would one of the comp- coffee companies we did is Intelligentsia. Hmm? <laughs> And Intelligentsia coffee was terrific, and we would get bags and bags and bags of different types of coffee, and I really was able to build my taste for coffee there, and uh, so we went into that. But one of the things you have to understand, coffee is the most legally accepted addictive substance, caffeine. There's other things to it, but definitely the caffeine is an item that we have decided is relatively harmless. And, and addictive. And so we all kind of accept it. You know, everybody makes jokes about it. Everybody does. But understand, it's addictive if you allow it to be. And um, it gets into you. So let me just go ahead and talk about one of the things about I'm, – I'm a big Carlos Castaneda fan. And I'm not arguing going to argue with about the rightness of his writings or any of that idea of it. One of the ideas, though, the spirit ally, the plant ally, the dr- drug ally, is a definite energy form that I practiced in my life, and I believe in its conception, if not all of its details. And absolutely, caffeine is one of the strong spirit allies that I've got. I actually consider it one. So for me, people joke about it, but for me, coffee is an everyday drink. But um, it is even further something more than that for me. And I mean that. So for me, 
it's an everyday drink, and it perks me up in the morning. And I've had two cups of coffee this morning. And if you saw, I had my little Perlian coffee cup. Um, and I drink probably. I've thought about this. I probably drink a little more than a half a gallon of coffee a day, depending on the type of coffee I'm drinking. And in that, that's just kind of like fuel the energy. You know, making jokes about you know coffee. You know, I have, I need some. You know, I can't allow too much blood in my coffee system. Got it. You know, so we do that kind of idea. But in the process of that, I also can need coffee sometimes will perk me up when I need it. And the absence of it, I allow myself to go through fasting periods where I do not drink coffee or ingest caffeine. And I ingest caffeine in other ways as well. Um, allow it to clear my system. That takes, say, three or four days. And then I, you know, then I have it out of my system. Um, and the reason I do that is so that I can, you know, have you know, sleep or I want to relax or I've got to wait on something because one of the things that coffee does, it makes everything in my life faster. I want to get faster. I want to give that energy and that spirit gets me faster. Um, I want to reach a certain point. And um, for the longest time myself, I mean, I'll be perfectly frank and now that it's mostly legal. I used to sit, drink coffee and smoke uh, cannabis and to the late into the night when I was building the idea of witch school and some of these ideas, I would I would actually take those twos and balance each other to keep me up because I had to get up like at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning and work till like 4 or 5 while the internet was the slowest to do the dial-up. That's right. I said dial-up for those who do so. And it was a great way for me to do so. So for me, all of these alliances, all these energies, all these pieces to coffee have really made it a very powerful influence in my life. If you go to my Facebook page, uh, Ed A. Hubbard, um, you'll see a lot of coffee jokes as well because I'm, I'm very well aware of it. But what it does do, and it has historically done, it is one of the drugs or one of the chemicals or one of the plants that God is produces, Gaia produces for us. And that is a wonderful, wonderful idea of this sort of energy, this sort of way of the spirit speaking to us and filling us full of this uh, chemical, this, I call it a chemical because that's what it is. And people always just like it, you know, the essential oil of the bean. And uh, it is one of the craziest things in it, is that we throw away almost all of it. We grow and throw away all of it for the oils. Then we drink those oils and those oils have an essential effect to us. And it has different effects to different people. But for me and for mine, it makes us act fast, think faster. It gets us going. And it can get us going too fast and get us vibrating too hard. But the truth is is for some people, there's a cap on how much caffeine that they ingest that makes a difference. Um, I've become one of those people. I have some sensitivities to it, but not as well like I did. So understand one of the reasons you fast from coffee is to do that. Um, You know, there's uh, whole sorts of organizations. And essentially, the thing about a coffee is that coffee is also one other thing that people don't understand. In the history of the United States, why do Americans drink coffee? Because we're still rebelling against England and its tea, old world and its tea culture. Coffee represents the rebellion. Not only is it stronger and more energetic, 
and it was place where we met in to, to sign our rebellions. And where do we sign our rebellions? We do it at the coffee shop to this day. And our founding fathers, there's no tradition greater than the coffee shop. And, of course, it was banned, like, in, in Europe as well for a very long time. People don't realize that they banned coffee because it was just too strong. It changes that. Remember, anything that changes you is bad to the to the controlling element, be it a king or government or other actions, unless they know how to channel it. And our government knows how to channel it because it's become a completely acceptable, 100% legal. No one even questions it. No one questions caffeine on it. Um, and so, yeah, so there we go. And that's coffee. And that's the power of coffee. It changes and alters the way we think. It gives us the energy that we do so, the excitement we do so. And it's a rebellious spirit, rebellion. You know, the, the other side of the Boston Tea Party became the Boston Coffee Clubs. Yes, that's the other part of the, the, the Boston Tea Party. That's what they would do. They would stop buying tea, which was so heavily taxed, and start drinking coffee. And that's why we so love coffee in the American society. Now, Starbucks figured out a way to make money, and he did it by the old world way. We treat coffee like a commodity, and for the most part, just to have some coffee was good. But as we became more sophisticated, as we evolved into our digital age, and we have now got pallets of incredible depth as an individual, and I mean it, we have such incredible taste buds. Do you know your taste buds are better trained and I bet you any Roman senator, virtually any Roman senator, you have tasted more things, acknowledged more flavors, you more types of things than a Roman senator in his day. Your palates have probably tasted more food, foods than a Ming emperor in his day. You certainly have a better palate than your grandparents did in the range of things that you've tasted. We've tasted so many things. So that's the other place that coffee is. Coffee, like all spices, all chemicals, all elixirs of the earth, have a communication with us. And we can add it to things. So, you know, there are, there, you know coffee has been made in many different ways. And so it, it does join that. And it joins that palate. So, so basically, when Starbucks discovered we had a palate for coffee and began selling us higher priced coffees and they trained us how to recognize our palates and there were a number of others that would join into that process so today we see coffee and we understand coffee is like wine it's where it's grown when it's grown how it's grown makes a huge difference in its base and we become so sophisticated in our taste we will actually buy different coffees and some people say oh you really don't taste a difference oh i beg to differ you do and that's about the training of the palate. So, so coffee is another way we've evolved our society along with everything else we've evolved in our society. We went from drinking basically a commodity coffee, such as Maxwell House, Goods of the Last Drop, Folgers, uh, and um, you know, all sorts of those sort of brands, 9 o'clock. Uh, Hills Brothers, which was my favorite for a long time, of these canned coffees. And that was what America did. And now today America buys coffees still in those cans, 
still in those spaces, but we also buy Dunkin' Donuts coffee. We also buy Starbucks coffee. We also buy specialty brands from all around the world and really, really enjoying them. And see, all spices have this magic to them. Cooking can be really magical, and coffee can be really magical. Cooking can be as well. is because the hot peppers can change the way that you feel. Yeah, they can make you really instantly hot. They can change the way you feel. Uh, cinnamon has effects. You know, you add cinnamon to coffee. People add hot peppers to coffee. Now, I've tried that once, and I will never do that again. But then I have an issue with hot peppers. The taste was magnificent. The effects were terrible. Um, cinnamon, sugar, allspice, nutmeg. All of these things have been added to coffee. And all of these have an effect on you. Vanilla. Vanilla is probably one of those things that um, people add vanilla flavorings now. Um, when I had a coffee Vienna one time, I had somebody put a vanilla, you know, actual vanilla bean into the brew pot. Gives us us all this flavor. I remember as a kid, one of the best things about coffee, and one of my favorite types of coffee, I was fancy, was Swiss Miss, or not Swiss Miss, um, House of International Coffees. And these were these instant coffees in different brands. You know, international coffees. Take me away. And so we've been building up this idea of coffee as the ultimate luxury drink. That's actually the highest productivity drink because, to be honest, where do we, where does coffee really go? Where does really coffee go end up for us in this sort of train of thought of coffee? Don't we end up just drinking coffee? when we need it. Is there not a moment in time where we don't? Individuals may, but where we just say, no, there's no reason for coffee. No, coffee became a 24-hour drink. Coffee is absolutely the representation of an, of an American ideal of never sleeping, never stopping. Run yourself out. When you, and when you're tired and you can't draw anymore, drink more coffee. Drink coffee and be calm hard thing to do. So coffee has all of these powers in our society that we give it. We've agreed to a mutual addiction. We can make a joke about it. We can agree to it. We can all enjoy it. So coffee adds one more thing to our society. It's a really big product that should connect us from one end of the world to the other because there's only a handful of places that grow it. And those farmers should be receiving more money for them. They're slowly but surely getting there. But it is one of the most exploited economic items. So we have to now change our behavior towards coffee and try to find ways to connect with the farmer, the grower, the person who makes those wonderful beans. And so, yay, I love coffee. I love a lot of things about it, and I think coffee is magical. But I do this for warning. If you're sensitive to it, and be careful with it, it is an addictive chemical. And the spirits of it are mischievous and wonderful and amazing and jealous and painful and it loves headaches and it's withdrawal. So it, it does all of these things. One last piece. So holy caffeine full of grace. We praise Caffeina, one of the neo-gods. We call them neo-gods or new gods. And um, because, we, because it represents something re, 
be brought forth into our society. Caffeine has become kind of the casual, almost discordian goddess of coffee and chocolate and all those places that caffeine exists. You know, it has a monster. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, monster is, you know, when the children are caffeine up. As is, you know, coffee is its, its, its highest elixir. It has monsters as its drinks. If you get that joke, you'll understand it. But it can make you, but it also, caffeine also can make you a rock star or feel like it for a moment. Mm-hmm. And what is caffeine's favorite animal? A red bull. Because red bulls give you wings. I can make all these jokes, but the idea of caffeine is this idea of, of that caffeine has a life of its own, a spirit of its own. Recognize that. And recognize that caffeine has a spirit, has a spirit form, has a spirit component, just like everything else. We don't talk about it much, but it definitely does. Now, and it goes back to the earth. It's, it's a clean product. It's one of the most ways that we can do so. So enjoy coffee. And remember, compost it. Compost, compost it. So there's my thoughts on coffee. I hope that you've enjoyed them. And this is Elder Radio. And soon we'll be talking to you more next month all about the magic of this world. Blessed be.